Welcome everybody to the Creative Person Podcast. Today we are with world-known artist Rafik Anadol at the Dream Down Hotel, which is very close to the Artec House, where his installation, Machine Hallucination, is on display right now. And me and Daniela had the chance to watch and appreciate and immerse ourselves in the world of Rafik Anadol. Uh, in this piece, we see an indeed hallucination of what our contemporarily overly digitalized world is as you work with light, speed, space, but also and fundamentally with machine intelligence, architecture, numbers, data, and media. So a blending of interesting, very interesting and rich uh, artistic point of views. So can you explain to our audience the uniqueness of your art research and how did art become part of your life mm -hmm. when you started to think about numbers and art? Yeah, thank you very much again for the great so introduction. Welcome. Um, so I think I started my journey uh, like uh, very humbly, eight years old, when I watched the movie Blade Runner. So wow. I think oh, that, that's yeah. a very um, uh, lucky accident, I think, that my mom was always like, she's like grabbing VHS cassettes from our, you know, like uh -huh. the, the rental place yeah. where to like entertain me. <laughs> and, and she every time comes from the work, comes with this random cassettes and mm -hmm. this one was different um, than the others and that movie changed my life and the next morning I was acting weird for her she said <laughs> I, was, I was looking at the walls and the doors and the probably ceiling different and looking probably imagining more and more and that movie really transformed me and the same year I got my first computer mm -hmm. and that was a Commodore 128 like like an incredible work, yes, yes yes me too me too and then that was another like change and then my mother said that she really she really need to take me to the psychiatrist because i was really weird for her <laughs> like acting like looking so long so, like and i said it's imagination it's just pure about dreaming near future right so since then i never quit reading and thinking about sci-fi and our future uh, and eventually future means technology and right. they naturally collide and I used uh, to really practice with this technology almost eight years ago. Uh, actually, more than maybe nine years ago, I started using custom softwares mm -hmm. and obsessed with data and architecture and light. So I basically collide this um, medium mm -hmm. to, to transform my imagination into a form of art. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. It's, uh, it's amazing, uh, this you. story. Yeah. And it's very inspiring, to be honest, because uh, it's... Uh, an unusual combination like data, architecture, imagination, creativity, art. And um, so I am curious to know how, you know, you uh, starting from your view of uh, Blade Runner, mm -hmm. I'm curious to understand how now you can bridge your, all these pieces together. What yeah. is the process yeah. that you follow to uh, create your uh, sure. So, so in generally, first of all, as a, as an alone artist, early 2011, I was super, super fortunate to challenge by a great um, team of curators for Istanbul Biennale. Nice. So I'm origin from Istanbul, Turkey, and the city is really incredible because, I mean, it's between the east and uh, west. It's between like many centuries of like cultures. It's a very different feeling. Like you feel sometimes extremely ancient, sometimes extremely contemporary. Mm -hmm. I don't know any other place in the world that you can feel in like that that quick. So that feeling is really like my inspiration when I think about past, now, and future. Yeah. So, so my process always like really works with like many questions, yes. of course. Um, but I'm obsessed with data, light, algorithms, but recently with machine intelligence. 
So eight years ago, I learned the software called VVVVV. It's a kind of a, a custom software. You can use visual programming language without okay. writing a code. You can connect the nodes and create a meaningful uh, software algorithmic logic to mm. pretty much anything, to sound, to text, to visual, to data eventually. So that was a great learning curve. What you can do once you have your own software that is dedicated to your imagination. So that was the first learning curve. So once you know that, that you can imagine your own ideas that can become a software, was aha moment. Uh, then, that's fascinating. Thank right. you. Yeah. Right. But that's something that's now in, in development? Uh, it's, it's, it's already actually more than 15 years. More the software years. is in oh, available. Okay. Okay. Um, and mostly used in Germany a lot uh, because of the developer culture, but now it's all over the world. Um, so I, last almost 10 years, I'm using this software in my work. So that's one thing. And the secondly, the technology companies, right? So the tools we are using are invented by, like, I mean, in, uh, Intel, IBM, yeah. Microsoft, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. NVIDIA, you name them. So I have a very lucky accident happen. For example, 2013, I received Microsoft Research Award from the team that Bill Gates was running the, the, the team. Wow. wow. And then recently I'm working with NVIDIA. NVIDIA yes. CEO of course. is one of, of our deep uh, supporter. Like we have a half million dollar supercomputer in our studio that we can compute data and AI. Mm -hmm. We have the Google collaboration. I was like an arts residence. So it's like kind of very similar to Renaissance. I was in actually Florence to look at the patterns of the past start point, how art was commissioned. Oh, that's so interesting. So you were in Italy. Yes, I received okay. an award, very honored, from the uh, Florence Biennale. Wow. And I was so, uh, first of all, I'm inspired by, of course, Renaissance, like many artists. Mm -hmm. I was inspired by Trompe Louise, like how the very right. early, like, fresque for the architectural the mm -hmm. And they're super inspiring things, right? They're incredibly depth. They create a space around you yeah. mm -hmm. that's beyond the, like, flat surfaces. Wow. Um, that's one of the reasons I'm using, by the way, frame yes. and illusions, inspired right. from the Renaissance. Right. So, like, you put all of this in the uh, machine hallucination that it's yes. now on display. Can you tell us more about this specific yes. uh, exhibition? Because we were there, and it was, yes. like, so interesting to be immersed mm -hmm. in actually, mm -hmm. you know, the feeling of yeah. this uh, bombarding yeah. um, media and, and it was data. great, uh, seriously, to be yeah. immersed. Because okay. numbers, uh, I am more on the management side yeah. Yeah. of, you know, the project. <laughs> okay. So the business and numbers are also my, uh, you know, daily bread. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and uh, I was fascinated to be immersed by them in such a, a great creative context. So that was amazing. Thank you. Thank so, you. Yeah. yeah. So I think this is, um, again, I was working with data for a while, but I was really looking for AI. Mm -hmm. And AI is something not easy to use. And I mean, several years before, like the algorithms are, I mean, impossible to I mean, even find. The computational power unit is like serious. Even though I was theoretically understanding what AI means, but I wasn't able to create something with that. So three years ago, I was an arts and residence at Google, yeah. arts and machine intelligence team. It was an in New York? Or uh, it was in uh, Seattle, oh, yeah. and oh, also Seattle. one of the engineers, Mike Taika, was in Seattle, mm -hmm. um, but also uh, Kenrick McDowell, AI curator, he is now in Los Angeles. Okay. But that was Where an... you have your studio, right? Yes. It was an incredible learning curve, because me and my team learn how to use AI to create an art piece. Mm -hmm. So the reason it's really exciting is I was obsessed by our humanly capacity of memories, dreams, and our knowledge. Mm -hmm. 
right. I'm very inspired by how we as humans can yeah. perceive things yeah. and create a memory with that mm -hmm. and dream with that. So, and this was like a sci-fi feeling, but now with AI, at least we can now speculate this feeling as a narrative, as a new forms of cinema. Uh -huh. From there, I let an archive dream, 2017, and then I use melting memories, use AI to visualize our memories, the moment of remembering. And then it will WSH dreams in LA Philharmonic in Los Angeles, let the building dream. So I was literally trying Ooh, to... Let the building dream. Yes, because it was a big obsession for me, architecture, right? Like, right, right. I'm, and I'm trying to combine AI, neuroscience, and architecture to give a cognitive capacity to a built environment. And I think there's an incredible story and narrative that can inspire and create new ways of imagination. Right. So mission hallucination is the fourth version of this imagination. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and in this version... Where do you say the fourth? Uh, because archive dreaming, uh, melting oh, memories, okay. WCH dreams, and now mission hallucination. Mission hallucination. So it's for me like a journey of mm -hmm. other projects mm -hmm. that evolve. But mm -hmm. here, the idea is, again, about space, a, a boiler room in Chelsea Market, right? And 120 years, never open space. And here, the story is much interesting because here, a leftover machine from near future has capacity of learning from the collective memories and create dreams that you can live inside for a while. Mm. So that was the story. And to make it really happen, I thought, if there's an AI right now in 2019, it has to write, of course, in New York, something, right? Yeah. It needs to download everything available. So we challenge as a team ourselves and download 113 million images of New York. That's... That's, that's, wow. imp so that's impressive. That's like a pretty much 100 terabyte plus data. Yes. Uh -huh. I think it's the largest data ever collected for an artwork from mm -hmm. scratch. Okay. So we don't use anyone's like... How much time did it take? So to be honest, the tools we are using getting much exciting, but we have an intense one year of imagination. I mean, I'm personally thinking about the project, but last six months is a heavy, heavy, very heavy six months. Uh, by the way, to, to mention my team is very important. I'm not yes. alone. So I'm a, now I have a team of 12 people. Mm -hmm. So we have anthropologues, AI engineers, neuroscientists, architects, designers, motion designers, programmers. So we are a very diverse team of 12 people, can speak 12 language, <laughs> and have a 25 median age. So young and universal um, to yeah. make an art for everyone any age. Right. Um, so anyway, the, the story basically starts with that. And we download 130 million images of New York. And then I, I was very curious about what will happen if we erase the humans from this photo archive <laughs> to make it more, to make it less private and more common. For example, architecture of New York, mm -hmm. landscapes, mm -hmm. seasons, streets, right. things doesn't like personal, things that are common to everyone, public mm -hmm. to everyone. Yes. Universal. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So we find the people and erase those photos and at the end we only left 9.5 million images of New York, pure New York, the buildings or like yes. I said. And then we use StyleGen algorithm, which is an incredible algorithm from NVIDIA that we have been personally using. As a studio they like challenge us to use this algorithm to really improve it in a way that has a much deeper understanding of it. It's also like a research project uh, along the way, con right. connecting a lot of dots. Very true. And, and then we let AI literally to hallucinate with this material. Um, so basically, we give a consciousness to a space. Of course, speculation. But the feeling of consciousness, the feeling of a space dreams is 
kind of depicted. And also it's memory, right? Correct. Collective memories. Collective memories, yes. And dreams are in the same location. So when I describe this much um, simply, basically as an artist, I am dipping my brush in the mind of a machine and Mm. painting with machine consciousness. I love Love it. So that's, I think, much clearer. Yeah, yeah, wow. I'm very fascinated by... Uh, the connection that you uh, work with uh, through dreams and uh, storytelling, uh, through uh, the past, the present, and the future, uh, through uh, you know thinking about uh, projecting about uh, ideas uh, on the future mm-hmm. and uh, uh, thinking and working with memories. Mm-hmm. So uh, these are a way to connect several different dots yep. in a very creative way, and um, I would like to explore this connection with you yep. as. Also using uh, art and data, which apparently are very unrelated Mm -hmm. uh, uh, worlds, Mm -hmm. um, because it's, uh, you know, the creative mindset and the logic uh, Mm -hmm. way of thinking Mm -hmm. to to build a story Mm -hmm. and to share a dream. Mm -hmm. It's a great question because, I mean, first of all, what I'm thinking about these experiences are more like a cinema instead of just like a, a sculpture or painting, because I think there's a narrative here. And when we talk about memory in 21st century, memory is also data. I mean, clearly our likes, shares, comments, the technology every day we are using is a kind of a form of memory. Yeah. So when we say memory, it's not only just personal, but also like technological memories or let's say uh, analytic memories. Yeah. So that's one whole topic. And what I'm, I think, exploring here is like how we can tell a narrative in a way that is still a story that you can be inside but when I say being inside, I mean, again, no offense to other technologies, but I still believe that VR and AR technologies are not fully capable of like bringing communal experiences. Even though, yes, you can see your friend or colleague in the next whatever, it's still like a very dummy process of like becoming something real. So to play with time and space, meaning the past, now, and future, I th- still believe that our retina, Mm-hmm. Our own physical sensors are much exciting. And that's one of the reasons, like, Artecaus, this project, is letting audience be inside the story mm-hmm. by immersing the idea. So you are stepping inside into the machine. Yeah. It's not like a fake. It's a, not like a speculation. It's a really, you are stepping inside. 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 Yes. And that feeling is starts with honesty. Yes. And that honesty, I don't know how to explain it, but it's opens a much more exactly. If you are part of the story, then you can decide how to make it evolve uh, following your own imagination and your own dreams, uh, but being part uh, of something Mm -hmm. with other people. But as individuals, we have our own way of thinking. So (laughs) it's like starting from what you build, all of us, uh, we can explore our own possibilities yeah. right yeah. exactly yeah. exactly but it is very like interesting to me because uh, I'm always uh, I'm a writer so I, I literally like don't really know anything about numbers I'm very bad at that but I understand in a way that um, you know whenever we step into the big questions of the mystery of the unknown I do believe that art science and, and spirituality are, you know are in the same journey very true. so my question to you would be like since you work with numbers, but you have this humanistic side of you and uh, actually discovering now that you ha- are a big fan of the Renaissance and everything. Yes. So how do you deal with, you know, the question of 
it's science part of a spiritual journey to the oh. discovery of the universe. That's really, <laughs> really great question. Um, because I think if you think about memories and dreams, mm -hmm. I mean, there's soul, right? The human soul. Right. And there's emotions. And there are like much more complicated uh, <laughs> cognitive capacity of uh, humans, uh, human perception. So, I mean, clearly what I am hoping in my many works, especially the last several years, I'm trying to create, a, first of all, an experience for any age, any background, and any culture. So believe me, it's a very strong statement, and mm -hmm. I'm aware of it. Yes. And, and to make it happen, it's, it's a very challenging language search. Mm -hmm. and, and that means that the piece has to be perceived in any scale. And that's a big pressure, to be honest. And also, as you say, the spirituality is, for me, comes from perception of time, space, and the audience, him or herself. Mm -hmm. That means the artwork should communicate not only analytic way, it also has to be communicated through emotional impacts. Mm -hmm. So, And spirituality is a very deep consciousness that most likely comes from understanding and sensitivity to life and to others. Um, and that is, I don't think I can teach with art or train with art, but I know that some artworks that I'm currently creating can trigger the sensitivity on humanity. For example, we are surrounded by these machines and constantly like moving by algorithms, like a machine defines where to go, how to go, what to right. eat, what to say, what to right. like. I mean, these are all like defined by machines, but honestly, the big question of what does truly means to be a human in 21st century is lies in this spiritual connection with the humanity and technology. So I found those things by creating moments in my work that, for example, in Mission Hallucination, mm -hmm. Dream State is a very interesting church-like or choir-like, like, like mm -hmm. you feel a yes. human voice, which yeah. is actually not a human voice, but AI imitating that, okay. still <laughs> artificial, <laughs> synthetic uh, okay. experience. Okay. But and still you can create this a moment of awe that you can just stop and think who you are, where you are, disconnect from your everyday biased world of rush and stop and think. So that's doable. It's a yeah. meditative it's moment. True. Mm -hmm. An infinity room project that is now traveling in 40 cities in the world, more than 2 million people explored, has a very similar approach. A room with four walls, no ceiling, I mean ceiling and the floor is a mirror. You are floating in the infinity oh. and imagining who you are or what does time and space means. So I'm embedding this to these projects by letting audience to go deeper if they want to. Okay, uh -huh. if they want to. Yes. I like that. Uh, it's like giving back to people uh, the chance to take a decision. Sure. And, uh, and I think that especially in this moment of our society, this is a very strong state. Very, very important, yeah. I guess. Yeah. And, and, and it's very clear that our mental health in humanity is not in the best place, for sure. Mm -hmm. And I mean, the problems mm -hmm. of the world and yeah. communi communal imaginations are getting lower. And uh, clearly, we are messing up the world from climate perspective. Yes. So we have problems. It's not a free world of like, Haha, everything is not beautiful and positive. But still... I hope that bringing positivity is more important than <laughs> bringing dark thoughts. So uh, we have enough to, to, to concern. Why not? For half an hour, let's just uh, imagine future in a positive way. Yeah. Yeah. That will be very healthy for everybody. And actually, like, I have a question. Like, what are some of like um, the feedbacks that the audience gave to you that really inspired you to pr progress yeah. with your work? 
So it's a great question, and, and I think I started getting my first feedbacks about my work almost five years ago, because I started doing a public art, because I believe that public art is much challenging for an artist to become in the gallery or museum artist, because public art means it's open for everyone, mm -hmm. any age, any time. I mean, there yes. is no ceiling, there is no door, right? <laughs> when you go to a museum, you open a door, you know that that door opens to art. Right. But in public space, it's any time. So I started doing public art. My comments that I, I got received from was very positive and very inspiring. Using data and algorithms and using architecture as a canvas was a great well received. But especially last three years, especially these AI projects, I think touch people in a different way. I think it prov they provoked more deeper questions in a, in a positive way yes. and let people to ask the questions about our near future more. So I think it's a functional effect. Um, especially mission hallucination and melting memories and then WCH dreams. It was a, I think emotionally I reach people in a way that they come back with very, very personal messages. Like I'm every day, I'm not joking, a hundred plus messages personally coming from people sharing their like experiences. I mean, some people like in, in the, in the mission hallucination, one person stayed five hours. No. Five hours. Five hours. I mean, it's a half an hour experience, and technically, I wasn't expecting more than a one hour. <laughs> or in melting memories, people are truly like having an, 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 an emotional moment that mm -hmm. can stay up to three hours. Yeah, we spent a lot. It was an yes. hour and a half in our case. Yeah, yes. I remember. Yes, yeah. Yes. And, uh, and uh, it was great because actually uh, the story at least for me as a personal experience that my mind was telling me cha was changing uh, all the time and that was inspiring and uh, at the same time uh, you know uh, <laughs> kind of scaring for a little bit um, <laughs> but very very intriguing I really yeah. love that and uh, yeah I, I remember it as an amazing experience thank, thank you Seriously, and um, and I liked uh, you know exploring the story from different perspective mm -hmm. because you can lie down on the floor, yes. you can stay on the wall. Yes. I mean it's a it's a very different way to live and yes. be part of the story. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the different scenarios are they connect in a different way to your yeah. emotions. Some of them were like peaceful and yes. nice for me to watch. Some others yeah. were aggressive. I didn't want to watch, but yes. I was there yes so it really connects with you yeah. with yes. who you and uh, how you experience that. and to be honest exactly what you said is like the part of narrative like there's a room inside the exhibition where people can see the storyboard and mm -hmm. how the data mm -hmm. like inform in there you can clearly see that the chapter one is memory where actually those like a more brutal fast and right. raw data yeah. comes mm -hmm. and second part consciousness things get much more hallucinative yeah. like wow yeah. machine starts to understand <laughs> what this means and the third part is wow dream state is something like fluid like there is right. no corner everything is in flux mm -hmm. like nature so that's a very distinct feelings yeah. i'm always exploring yeah. when, uh, when that opportunity arises right. Yeah. Right. so um, ultimately we would like to know what's next for you I know that you're like, uh, you know, also venturing yeah. into movies and cinema more. Yes. So can you tell us what's yeah, upcoming? So, so, so there are some very good news about the future of cinema, as I, mm -hmm. I'm really dying for. I mean, first of all, cinema is the world's, I think, utmost medium that we use reality to make something unreal that feels real. Right. So I don't know any other medium that truly makes that. Um, exactly. And, and, right? Like it's the ultimate. L yeah. Literally, like we use, we use architecture, neuroscience, philosophy. M mimesis of life. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So that's my ultimate goal, to be a part of that um, meaningful journey. 
but now we are I'm heading to Berlin tomorrow mm -hmm. we are taking a power plant and transform it into an AI um, machine in Berlin called Kraftwerk wow, cool. um, so that's happening that's, that's really cool yeah that's for next week's challenge it will be open for uh, two months uh -huh. um, and then then I'm heading to Seoul Korea so I had its last building called DDP and in, in Korean culture there's a keyword called Heimong in, in shamanic culture, when, I mean, for 2,000 years, and they are like, um, when they see a dream, they go to the shaman to ask, what mm -hmm. did I see? Interpretation of dreams. Right. Right. Yeah. So I basically taking this analogy and applying to Zahadid's building. The building will be recording people's dreams and memories from the soul citizens. The building will dream, sorry, interpret those dreams through the lens of AI. So that's, that's another project. That's Are you bringing it into the United States at a certain point? Uh, this I think concept? Uh, that would be very exciting. <laughs> 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 I would fly with you because <laughs> I want to this experience. Yes. Yeah, it's coming for uh, in, uh, in December 20. And then next year is full of exemption. Um, I, I have a very good news in another great exhibition coming in Italy. Oh, early, wow. early to Tell say. Uh, I mean, Where? what? Uh, I'm not allowed to share oh, publicly. Okay. Okay. One week you later, it. maybe when you post it, okay. you can yeah, say yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, but the, I have two exhibitions. One is about Renaissance archives. Yes. Uh -huh. So I'll be like using Renaissance archives to use AI to create uh, Renaissance dreams. Um, and yeah. that's one huge topic. Mm -hmm. The second one is I will explain. Uh, I will share okay. next week. Next week. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. yes, yes, yes. We can wait for I, it. Yeah. yeah. I am very excited about all of this. It's amazing. Thank you, thank so, you. Thank you for anticipating uh, this to, uh, to yeah. us and, okay. and our audience. And I'm, our audience. Well, like, it fell. I feel like I would like to stay here and talk to you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> for hours. Thank you, hours, thank you for the great just, questions. Yeah, no, thank you very much for sharing these very interesting art forms that I'm really kind of like. Much yeah. appreciated. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. So now we're towards the end of our... Uh, conversation and as we always like to say to our audience we do say ready set and imagine thank you so much for being part of the thank you thank you thank you so much